We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Chicago Bears select... Welcome to Picks for Polls, presented by The Bear Report. Your number one source for everything Chicago Bears draft news, analysis, scouting reports, and more. Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, making their way to the podium, Andrew Freeman and Usaid Koshal. Welcome, Bears fans, to Picks for Polls, a Chicago Bears draft podcast presented by the Bearport and Blue Wire Pods. I'm your host, Andrew Freeman, and I'm glad to welcome a special guest for today's show, Jacob Rudner from our sister site, uh, Swamp247, covering the Florida Gators. Jacob is here to give us some extra insight on recent Bears draft pick, Javon Dexter. I know I'm very much looking forward to hearing his thoughts on Dexter as a player. But before we dig into all of that, I just got to say, Jacob, thank you for joining me on the show today. It's great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm good, Andrew. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's uh, it's cool to be able to talk uh, NFL for a little bit. I don't know. I don't always get an opportunity to do that. And when the, uh, the chance comes around once a year, it's always fun. So I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, just, it's always a fun time of the year for us, too, because, you know, we get to watch these guys throughout the pre-draft process and kind of evaluate them as players from what we can see from them on the football field. But um, it's always nice to get a little bit of extra insight on some of the players that the Bears draft and bring into the organization. So uh, really happy to have you on and really looking forward to uh, digging into what makes Dexter who he is as a player uh, now that he is officially part of the Chicago Bears. And now speaking of Dexter as a player, uh, the first question, just getting right into it that I have for you, uh, Jacob, um, is just, you know, give us a little bit of a background on him as a player. So from on the field, what are the Bears getting from their second round draft pick here um, day one and maybe moving forward as he, you know, gets better as a player and develops? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I, I, Javon Dexter is an interesting player and one who I think has a lot of potential. Uh, and so I think in, in short, I think the Bears got a really intriguing player uh, and somebody who has a whole lot of potential Jervon is uh, somebody who has had struggles getting off the ball quickly uh, in, in certain scenarios. He struggles getting double teamed, but this is a guy who fills gaps really well. Uh, he's, he's efficient against the run, uh, a defensive tackle who you don't mind in there because of the frame, just a bigger bodied kid. Uh, and, and so somebody who I think teams really like in that sense. The, the thing that I think people don't 
know a lot, Andrew, is that Javon Dexter played more snaps pretty much than any power five defensive tackle last year. And so a lot of his statistics and the evaluation tape that was put out there last year uh, includes him being exhausted. He played as many snaps in the first half of most Florida games last season as most SEC defensive tackles did over the course of an entire game. And so uh, his splits were interesting first half to second half. I'm interested to see uh, what exactly he can do at the NFL level at a more reasonable uh, you know, rep share at the defensive tackle position. So uh, an efficient, good run-stopping defensive tackle, somebody who is going to be aggressive. Uh, and I think the ability to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a defense that surrounds him with multiple people who can contribute will help him greatly. Yeah, it's an interesting point. Uh, interesting point you make about Dexter playing a lot of snaps during the last season at Florida. I kind of you brought that connection of him playing a lot of connections in the SEC. I kind of like contrast that with another SEC defensive tackle, like different players entirely. But Jalen Carter, who had like the I, I guess the luxury of playing on a deep defensive front um, at Georgia and didn't really have to play a lot of snaps throughout the game. So um, kind of a connection that I made there. So it's interesting that you bring that up that, you know, he had to play a a lot of snaps for Florida and that might've, you know, impacted things a little bit. Um, You know, it's, it's interesting, Jacob, if my research is correct, Dexter is relatively new to the sport of football, only playing five years um, dating back to his days in high school. So uh, from your knowledge, what was the reason for um, his late, I guess, switch or interest in the sport? And, you know, as an athlete, what was, you know, he kind of up to before he made that transition to football? Yeah, he, he's an athletic kid. And so at uh, Lake Wales High School, he was a basketball player to start. Uh, and then as he started to grow into his frame, I mean, he's, he's six foot six and 310 pounds now. Uh, the transition was pretty seamless to football as a sophomore uh, at Lake Wales, where he started as a defensive tackle. Uh, offers came quickly, just a guy who emerged as a really athletic, uh, again, you know, goes back to that run stopping I mentioned earlier, uh, somebody who was really efficient at doing those things at the high school level. And uh, he just, you know, to football took off for him from there. And Florida became uh, a likely spot for him just with the proximity to his home uh, and football was locked in. So this is a guy who, yeah, is definitely very new to football. There's a lot for him to still year, uh, learn. Uh, he, he is he is immature in some ways in his game, which I think is a benefit uh, to the Bears who really have a defensive tackle who they can mold. Uh, but he is still very good. I think he's ready for the NFL as well. So his newness does not hurt him. I think it, it, it's a benefit to him and also the team he's now a part of. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, head coach for the Bears, one of the things that they were looking for, I think, and I think they liked in Dexter was the fact that he kind of is like this ball of clay that they can kind of mold into a player that they really want to see. So I'm, I'm really excited to see the vision that they have for him at the next level. But, you know, one thing that you did mention about him as a player that I also noticed when going back and watching him throughout the pre-draft process and um, I wonder if Dexter's late start to the game may be a reason for this, but it was kind of like an odd thing that I noticed, and you mentioned it, where Dexter, um, his 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 get off is like uniquely slow, um, getting off the ball, and it's almost like you know playing a Madden game where there is like a glitch and the computer player just freezes for a split second. It seemed like there are a lot of plays where that would happen for him instantly off the snap, where it's just like he would freeze off the snap and wouldn't really move. And then he would eventually get going. Um, and general manager for the bears, Ryan Poles, he alluded to the Dexter's get off um, after drafting him and saying how he thinks a scheme change to the bears could benefit him in that regard to uh, get off the ball a little bit faster. So as someone covering the team, is there any insight that you can give myself and, and fans on what the coaching staff was asking of Dexter that might explain this kind of odd hiccup in this game? Or do you think this is just something that is, kind of a, a part of his um, game as a whole, just in general? Well, I think there are two main things that contribute uh, to the potential slowness, his speed, as he tries to get off the ball. One is his newness to football, as we just talked about. This is a guy uh, who has not been in the game for a very long time, and so immaturity uh, and a lack of experience certainly contribute uh, maybe to his snap recognition, his timing, and those are things that will come with time. So he's young and he's inexperienced. I'd say that's the first thing. The second, I go back to something I said earlier, just a, a blatantly overused defensive tackle last year. Florida was thin uh, at, uh, along its defensive line at large, especially uh, on the interior of its defensive front. And it forced Javon Dexter into playing a role that is not really suitable for his game. He was on the field uh, far more than you would expect somebody who is of his quality uh, and, and who has his skill set to be on the field for, and that impacts the speed. And so I would say that, you know, a scheme change plus a, uh, a role change where he doesn't have to contribute as much as he did in terms of volume could probably allow him to get off the ball quicker. And then, of course, you know, as he gets experience and he uh, can acclimate to the NFL level of football with the speed of the game and, and be surrounded by the proper coaches, I do think that that's something that could improve uh, quite easily in his game. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the critical thing for him uh, transitioning to the next level. If he, if he can fix that get-off, there's, there's no reason from a physical standpoint that he can be a very inf- impactful player. In fact, one of the things that was kind of the calling card for him um, was that Dexter tested as an elite athlete in the pre-draft process. Um, I, I forget exactly what his score was, but his RAS score was like really, really high. It was like in the 9.5 range, I think. Um, so uh, we're talking about an elite athlete here. Are there any stories of like any athletic feats from practices or games that you can kind of think of that really puts that athleticism into context for what type of athlete we're talking here? Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. It's a good question. I, none that really come to mind immediately. I think uh, it's more of a body of work that, you know, I think of when we talk about Javon Dexter, this is a guy who, uh, even even in times when he wasn't playing the best, I think was reliable run stopper. Uh, somebody who was was fit to be able to chase down running backs who maybe got past him and into the second level. It's one of those defensive linemen uh, 
who you see downfield making tackles, maybe where you wouldn't expect somebody who's six foot six and 310 pounds. And while I don't know that there's anything that stands out to me specifically, uh, there are many instances where that was the case. Just, just easily the most athletic looking defensive tackle on the field, at least on Florida's side of the ball. Uh, and, and somebody who was a real contributor and important piece of Florida's defense. I think that uh, perhaps he even went underrated a little bit in his career at Florida. This was a guy who uh, contributed to the success of a lot of other people. Bengals, I think now second-year defensive tackle, uh, Zachary Carter, was a phenomenal sack artist in his final season at Florida. And I think a lot of that has to do with Javon Dector's you know, athleticism, uh, ability to occupy offensive linemen and create for the guys around him. And I think that that's the really... Uh, the, the most important thing that the Bears really get in this guy is an athletic guy who occupies linemen, who takes up space and, and frees up gaps for his fellow defensive linemen. This is a good team, uh, a good team player. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that the Bears are looking forward to. They want somebody who, you know, especially they invested a lot at linebacker this offseason. So I think getting somebody in there that can kind of take pressure off those linebackers could uh, be very important for them. Um, looking back at Dexter's career in Gainesville, is there any game or moment that really stands out when looking back at his career as a whole? Uh, there were several games in this last season where he had, you know, Closer to double-digit tackles, very efficient, uh, impressive games. I think it was hard to appreciate exactly what Javon Dexter brought to the table, if that makes sense, again, because of that usage that he had to go through this past year. And when I say that Florida was thin, this is a guy who was on the field, I believe it was uh, among Power 5 defensive tackles, he ranked fifth in total snaps on the season last year. So he played an absurd amount, and it made – the visual product that he presented throughout the season, a little bit deceiving. I think second halves of games were, uh, it looked like he was struggling, but not because he was, he's a poor player or not athletic, but more because he's just exhausted. Uh, and, and that, you know, makes it hard to kind of judge him. I, I think that this is a guy who stands out again, more generally in terms of what his skill set is and his athleticism uh, and, and, and again, his newness to the game and his potential rather than the stories necessarily uh, that, that came from his last couple seasons at the university of Florida. But, but again, just a very talented player who I think is going to benefit a lot from a change of scenery uh, and a change of depth around him. 
And, and Dexter at Florida, he was named a team captain this past season for the Gators. And, you know, one of Pohl's main draft philosophies, at least that I've noticed since being with the Bears, has been not only getting elite athletes in the draft, but also high character people and leaders in the locker room. So from that standpoint, what are the Bears getting from Dexter as a person in the locker room, but also off the field as well? Yeah, just a really great guy, uh, mature, uh, somebody who's really proud of becoming a father uh, in the last year or so. Uh, just, you know, well-spoken, uh, very smart, very humble uh, individual who really cares about his teammates. Uh, I think if you were to ask people who coached or played with him, they all have good things to say uh, in terms of his leadership on and off the field. Uh, somebody who knew how to take care of his teammates. And again, I, I keep bringing this up and I hate to keep repeating it, but uh, this is a guy who played an absurd amount of snaps and did it for the love of the team. This is this is somebody who truly cared uh, a lot about the Florida Gators and, and allowed his workload uh, to reflect that, and he did so successfully. And so, uh, if anything, the Bears really got a, a quality person uh, in their second round defensive tackle because because this is an individual who routinely you know demonstrated the qualities of uh, you know sportsmanship and and, and being a good teammate. That, that you want to draft. And so I think that that uh, above all is really what the, the bears are getting is a good guy. Yeah. I think a lot of our listeners and bears fans are, are going to love to hear that. Um, again, like I said, it, it seems like this new regime for the bears really emphasizing having high character, high character people in the building. And it sounds like Dexter from that team, you know, centered approach that you mentioned, it sounds like he's that type of guy, which uh, is certainly exciting to bring into the locker room and for a team that's looking to kind of rebound after, you know, finishing last year with the worst record in uh, the NFL. But last question I have for you before getting you out of here, um, and we're going to shift away from Gervin Dexter for this because there was another high-profile prospect that I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on um, from, from Florida, and that's Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, he got drafted by the Colts. I, this is not a Bears podcast, but this is a little bit of a draft podcast, obviously. So I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on Richardson as a player, whether he's NFL ready and whether you think the Colts are a good spot for him, because he was probably one of the more polarizing players in this year's draft. And um, just want to, from someone who's kind of covered him a little bit closely on a, from a day-to-day basis, you know, what were your kind of thoughts on, you know, him as a player and where he went? Yeah, you are you are one of many many people in the last week who have asked about Anthony Richardson. Uh, just a a really impressive player in terms of his raw talents. And, I, and the thing I tell everybody is that uh, I have never seen in my career covering sports any quarterback uh, with the athletic skill set that Anthony Richardson has. A truly fast guy who is a powerful runner. Uh, he can fight through contact better than a lot of quarterbacks can. Very Cam Newton esque uh, in that sense. Uh, and he also has just this unbelievable arm, the, the ability to throw 70 yards without even really stepping into it. Uh, you know, I've seen him throw 60 yards, just two flat feet on the ground. Uh, just, just a freak talent in terms of his raw abilities. I think where a lot of people get concerned is when you start to dig into the numbers from last year. He was extremely inconsistent. Uh, there were some games where he was just an absolute, you know, menace for opposing defenses, close to 500 passing yards. Uh, four touchdowns in some games. But then you look at the other numbers and he threw, I think it was seven interceptions in his first six games of the season. Uh, There were several games under 150 passing yards. Uh, Just a guy who, you know, didn't, didn't always have the uh, facilities to be able to succeed on a consistent basis. And so uh, I think the big thing with Richardson is, do I think, do I think he was drafted in the right spot? I do. I think that the number four pick 
uh, was right for Anthony. I think that he is an extremely talented player uh, and somebody who has immense potential. But I would also say that there are a lot of things that need to be coached out of him in order to improve. Things like his accuracy, uh, his footwork, especially when he comes from under center. Uh, those are things that were not very polished in his career at Florida. And, and this is a guy who really only has 13 games of full-time starting experience as a quarterback. So he's young. Uh, he's supremely talented. He is athletic, uh, you know, as anybody. But there are, there are uh, issues within his game that I think need to be solved before anybody can really know what they're getting uh, in the NFL version of Anthony Richardson. So I'm very excited to see personally what he turns into. Uh, but, there is, but there is a lot of unknown uh, with a draft pick like him. But again, just, just a supremely naturally talented guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think the the physical ability obviously really stands off. It just pops off the screen when you watch him play, like the athleticism, but the arm strength. And also, I think he doesn't get enough credit for his ability to kind of process the game and and go through different reads and progressions. And um, I, I'm curious, I, I know I said that was the last question, but I have to follow up on this. Do you think that a lot of his issues stem from, you know, that inner that inner inexperience only having 13 starts? And do you think just getting more reps will just naturally help in some of those areas? Well, of course, I think that that reps will help uh, in a lot of those areas. I think that coaching uh, somebody who he can, you know, work with him consistently on the things that I mentioned before, you know, footwork, uh, ball placement, ball speed is a big thing for him, especially on shorter routes. Uh, that will all allow him to improve. I think th- the big thing is uh, how quickly can he improve, and and what exactly does the situation look like that he's entered? Is he going to be asked to be, you know, the day one starter who carries his team? Is this a guy who's going to be allowed to develop a little bit under Gardner Minshew uh, before starting to get, you know, see some action on the field? We don't know yet. And so I think that that's, that's really a, a big part of this. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, you know, it, it's all about how quickly he can develop. The, the faster he can grasp the concepts that he's learning from NFL coaching will really determine exactly how far he can go. Because again, the, the tools are there. Uh, and so I think that, it's the right project to take on if you're the Colts and, and you drafted somebody who really does have the potential to be an all pro quarterback. Yeah. And I think he's going to a good spot with Shane Steichen there in Indianapolis. I'm really excited to see what Anthony Richardson does, but also really excited to see what Javon Dexter does with the bears touching back to the main discussion point for having you on here today. Um, a lot of great stuff, Jacob. I want to thank you once again for uh, giving us some extra information on the Bears' latest second-round pick and a guy that I think a lot of Bears fans are excited to see what he can do for the Bears organization and, you know, really excited to see what type of player the Bears are getting on the football field. Um, so for all of our listeners out there, Jacob, you know, where can our listeners find your work and where can they follow you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me on social media, just Jacob Rudner. Uh, that's the name of my Twitter. Uh, and if you want to read what I'm writing lately, it's over at swamp247.com. Uh, it's the 24-7 sports affiliate covering the University of Florida. Um, we write about football, basketball, and baseball. So 
Uh, yes, if you're looking for any of my content, it's Jacob Rutner on Twitter and Swamp247 online. Awesome stuff. Well, Jacob, thank you once again for uh, coming on the podcast today. It was a lot of fun getting some extra details on Dexter and a lot of fun having you on. So once again, thank you for your time and uh, looking forward to uh, speaking with you uh, again down the road, maybe if the Bears get another Florida player in here um, at some point. But until next time, Jacob, uh, it was great having you on and uh, have yourself a great rest of your evening. Thanks, Andrew. It was great talking to you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.